Generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast, broadcasting live-esque from the Ministry of Silly Talk. We're wrapping up the year here, and obviously I would like to welcome you all to the official One Graham Army Podcast 2018 Year in Review. 2018. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for joining me for this now annual tradition. It was it was a pretty interesting year for the podcast and it's been a great holiday season. I hope everyone's been enjoying their holiday season as we uh, march rapidly towards the conclusion of the festivities with uh, what most people consider to be the capstone of the festivities for this time of year. But I'll tell you what, as I get older, the less interest I have in making an appearance anywhere on New Year's Eve. It's always been... New Year's Eve brings out the amateurs, if you will. Non-professional partiers. uh, Not even weekend warriors. Annual warriors. And it's just, there's just always the potential for a mess. You never know who it'll be. But somebody's going to fight. Somebody's going to puke. You'll be in a large crowd of people. Anxiety just boiling out of you. So, um, or I, by you, I mean me. Whatever you do for New Year's. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you're safe. But New Year's Eve is just not really my bag anymore. I don't, I don't know that I've ever celebrated a New Year's Eve without some sort of incident. If I celebrated it with a large group of people. Whether I was responsible for the incident or not, mm, excuse me, maybe 60-40 my way. But still, you know, other people make enough mistakes and you make enough mistakes. Hopefully you learn from them and stay in the damn house on New Year's Eve. Or at least that's my plan. Uh, But I hope all of you have a save and I hope you all had a great holiday. Did you? Uh, that, that doesn't have to be a rhetorical podcast question. Remember, you can always get a hold of the One Graham Army podcast by dialing 847-665-9238. Um, you leave a message and you change the world. Just try and stop saying um so much. How about that, Graham? So the hotline, uh, is a wonderful transition into... What went on with the podcast this year as we review this year in all facets earlier at the beginning of this year is when I unveiled the one Graham army hotline, a phone number you can call, leave messages. I play them during the show. It's a little bit of a back and forth. You're always welcome to call back to rebuttal something I've said. And it's been it's been fantastic. The response was great early on. I still uh, I still get hit up here and there, uh, but I'm definitely encouraging more listeners to call that hotline. It definitely helps to spice up the conversation. So that was big. Also in concert with the unveiling of the hotline is what I'm referring to as the hotline call of the year, 
which came from Brandon. Those of you who've been with the podcast for a while know um, it was still sports with a capital F at the time before the transition of the one gram army. Another red letter event in the podcast this year was the transition and rebrand. Basically the same podcast. Some changes have been made. Other things have gone on here and there. Just more freeing to not always have to talk about sports. And in keeping with that, when it was a sports podcast, one of the best calls we received to the hotline was from a gentleman named Brandon, who is the brother of former co-host of the Sports with a Capital F podcast and soon to be, again, frequent guest on this podcast, uh, Fleeski, who you should all be familiar with if you listen to the podcast regularly. Uh, He called... And regaled us with a little story about a really bad day he had at work. I'm going to play the initial message because of the can of worms that it opened up of hilarity. But in the interest of brevity, I'm going to play this as it has been crowned the call of the year. And if you are so inclined, go back and listen to episode 116 of this podcast which was a very special compilation of all of Brandon's calls, listener reactions, other calls reacting to it, me playing the story for other people. And this is that call that changed it all. Yo, what's up? This is Brandon, long-time listener, first-time caller. Also the dude that's been beating your co-host ass his whole life, Fleecey. So I was going to go on a Bears rant, but now I have a life question. Today I go to replace a blower motor in a 102-year-old man's apartment, and he was sitting in his wheelchair with his dick and balls out. If I poured bleach in my eyes, would that help, or should I huff it or drink it? Help me out here, man. I really need your help, because this shit's fucking with me real bad. See, now, there's some things that that specifically make this a great call. One, brief. Two, brief starts out innocuously enough. I was going to say something about the Bears, but now I have a question about my life. Then it goes into a story uh, fraught with interest that really snowballed after the initial story. So again, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 116 for the full synopsis of this event. Uh, But it involves an old man, some uh, inappropriate sexual behavior on his behalf, and a listener coming to me for advice asking me if they should drink bleach or pour it in their eyes um, the answer to that of course is you should do that all the time it's really it's good for your teeth it's good for your eyes and it's good for digestion it really blows things out of there but that was a red letter event this year that occurred on the podcast and I would like to take a moment to sidebar Brandon is uh, Fleeski's brother I know their other brother and sister um after this episode, though, I did promote it quite a bit and made an entire special episode dedicated to Brandon's struggles with this ancient pervert. So uh, I was subsequently blocked by Brandon on all forms of social media uh, upon which we interacted. Now, I don't, I I don't like that that happened. I don't. I also don't blame Brandon for doing it in the sense that, you know, he's not going to be the first person who thought I was an asshole and who felt like, uh, 
you know, affiliating himself with me probably wasn't the best path to success. So no hard feelings at all. But if anyone could get a hold of him, just tell him I'd love to have him back. I'm willing to issue a full apology for appreciating the hilarity of that situation. Um, or, you know, whatever the transgression was, I'm sure it could be resolved. But that is one of my favorite things that happened this year is that story. It made me laugh a thousand times. Couldn't get enough of it. Couldn't share it with enough people. So I put it all in one episode, episode 116, which is also an opportunity. And some of these other episodes that happened this year are opportunities to go back and hear the podcast when it was sports with a capital F and see why as a sports podcast, it made more sense to no longer be a sports podcast as that was one of my first calls to the hotline from a man who is a giant sports fan and it was about an old man's balls it's just sort of indicative of what's going on over here at the ministry of silly talk um other things happen we did talked about the hotline we talked about the transition the rebrand i've explained my reasonings for that on in, i think ad nauseum and uh, we talked about Brandon and the subsequent blocking. Oh, yeah, Griff and I uncovered a massive conspiracy. Griff, if you've been with the podcast from the beginning, is the former co-host of this podcast and the least reliable man in the business. But one time he was here and I locked him in this room and I showed him a video I received from some sort of entity called the War on Politics and you can see that video on episode 105. Also, the standalone video, I believe, is still up on my YouTube channel. I actually downloaded the YouTube video when they sent it so that I could play it in the box on the episode of the podcast I did because we did a video for that one as well. And shortly thereafter, the YouTube video was gone. The link was dead on the website. And then not but a couple weeks later, waronpolitics.org vanished. So... Perhaps they were on to something. Uh, me and Griff didn't treat it with a great deal of severity, but they made some good points. You know, I try to I try to give listeners to this podcast a break from hearing about politics and just the constant din of nonsense coming from both ends of the political spectrum these days. So I try to not get too deep into that. But these guys had an interesting theory about Trump uh, and Obama and Hillary all being in league with one another to assist the government or secret cabal of people who we th think are our government in disarming the population in an effort to exert, you know, new world order or some, some sort of global conspiracy. But there definitely was an air of truth to that story. I'm not going to play the video here. It's long and kind of drones on. But uh, it was very interesting, came on the heels of the mass shooting, so I highly suggest you visit uh, the One Graham Army YouTube page and just scroll down there uh, or just search for it in the bar about uh, Trump and Obama and them. Uh, I basically used the same synopsis that was on the video when I originally returned it before it was scrubbed. So go check that out. It's at least interesting in that regard. That was episode number 105. Griff also returned for a phone podcast on number 131 about George H.W. Uh, Bush's cardiologist being whacked, which I don't really remember all of the facets of that, but it's worth checking out again. The Other than the rebrand, on par with the rebrand and the hotline, if not more important, the other big red-letter event 
of this last year in the podcast is teaming up with Tony Baltimore. Tony is a guy I've known for a very long time. I know he had been interested in doing podcasting. He had always said he wanted to do one. He came over, did an episode of my podcast, and then ran with it. Uh, He hosts now his own podcast, Pod Caviar, on which I am also a frequent, uh, I frequently appear on. Podcast is set up a little bit different. It's evolved wonderfully in a very short period of time, leading me to believe that Tony is naturally better at podcasting than I am, despite the 150 now 151 episodes of podcasts that I have churned out in the last year or so. Um, but that was big. It's been great having someone here in the studio. I'm still going to do phone and Skype interviews due to uh, my geographic location here in an undisclosed bunker where it's difficult to get people to visit. Tony lives in a neighboring bunker, so it's nice having someone in-house to talk to. of the time having a conversation, especially in this format, is better if you're sitting in front of the person. Obviously, in other formats, I don't want to devalue other people's contributions to the podcast, but it is always easier to have a conversation with someone you're looking at. Um, Seems pretty straightforward. But yeah, Tony and I, uh, we... I don't know. We just uncovered a lot. We kicked around a lot of ideas. And then all my appearances on his podcast, we talked about very specific things. Uh, world events his last he does his in seasons the last season was the trail of terror uh, where we walked through some early terrorist activity both foreign and domestic that led up to the september 11th attacks and it was a good time and it's actually uh there were a lot of laughs i know it doesn't sound like it and that may be my fault but there was a lot of laughs we had a we had a good time on there so that's been great Uh, that's one of my favorite things that happened podcast wise in 2018 was linking up with old tony baltimore so check out pod caviar or don't because you you will eventually anyway um yeah just you know it was a good year i think those are most of the major events in podcasting now as i said earlier in the podcast i do try to use this medium as an opportunity to give my listeners a break from all the things they hear about on a daily basis. I basically only listen to the big podcasts in an effort to know what not to talk about because I don't want you showing up here and then I'm regurgitating information I got about something from people who also don't know anything about it um, or paraphrasing people who might know something about it. I really appreciate the idea of the thought gospel, as I'm going to start calling it, which is what happens in here. We look up very little. It's kind of got to go off of what you know. If you didn't know something, research it and come in with a little bit more information the next week. And I think that's an adequate way, excuse me, to, uh, to process the world, keep your brain working, you know, and I like being wrong because I hear from you guys. And it's fun to interact with you guys when I'm utterly incorrect about something. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. So I, I try to give you a break from all that silly stuff. And I, we try to try to come in here with fun and interesting topics. But in keeping with this being the uh, uh, year in review, I, I went to basically the first or se- the first non-slideshow website I found when Googling top 10 headlines of 2018. Uh, Insider has this listed as the 10 news stories that gripped the world 
in 2018. And if you cannot tell by my voice, I suspect these were not very gripping headlines. I scrolled through them earlier. I'm going to do the same now because in a lot of ways, the very little of this was like proper news. Um, there were the 12 boys who got stranded in the cave in Thailand. A lot of people came to their rescue. It was a uh, it was a story fraught with tension. The specifics of it were very murky, no pun intended. And it was very strange to consider how this one man and all of these children ended up that far into a cave. It just doesn't it doesn't sound good. And it certainly uh, certainly raised a lot of questions. But as we did years ago with the Chilean miners, everyone was super excited that we safely extracted some human beings from deep within the earth. What else happened? Oh, yeah, Facebook and that robot Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, see, this is one of those ones. We're like, oh, is this really news? The stuff you put on the Internet's not that safe. And a billion-dollar corporation with whom you entrust all of your thoughts and photographs and ideas as if they're not going to turn that over to companies that are developing algorithms to better present you with advertising. You're incorrect. Those days are over. Cable TV is dying. Advertisers will get to you. Um, the artificial intelligence slash robot takeover is much less likely to be like Terminator and much more likely to result in you just seeing more advertising specifically tailored to you. And believe it or not, there are people who think that's a good idea and are looking forward to that. So good luck to them. That story about Mark Zuckerberg, eh, not, not that surprising and uh, pretty on similar keel with ever the momentum of all of that technology, you know? Uh, and it was definitely one of those stories where everyone really acted like they were upset and they made no adjustments to the way they exist and certainly probably Facebook made no adjustments in the way they conduct business. What else happened? Oh, North Korea. Kim Jong-un announced that North Korea will denuclearize. He sure did, and then went back on it. Also not news, North Korea, pretty wild. Um, net neutrality, that was important, but it seems like that went one way and then went back to the other and was sort of a wash. Um, the Brett Kavanaugh hearings, uh, the ancient case of sexual assault, it was very... Uh, it was a very divisive issue. Um, definitely seemed like something where everyone was kind of missing the mark on the character of the man and more concerned with that one incident, whether or not it was too long ago or not, or if it had any bearing other than, you know, just investigating the man based on all of the highly questionable things he said when we're asking him to be an impartial member of the highest court in the land. So that also was a bit of a fiasco. The hurricane in Puerto Rico was horrifying and virtually ignored by most people with the resources to help. And by most people, I mean our government. So that's not very funny. Um, this story's included, too. They uh, elected Miguel Diaz-Canel to be the president of Cuba, which was, you know, hardly a... You know, the Castros are just too old and this guy once served as vice president is like a big hoity-toity in their communist party. So also not like a massive departure from normalcy. Uh, Iraqi voters held the first election since driving out Islamic State, an election I'm sure that 
Uh, if it does not go the way we want it, we will not recognize or we will manipulate to our own uses. And uh, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies experience a fall from grace, sort of, but they're still there and they're not going anywhere. And the number one story, the number one headline that gripped the world is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. That's number one. In a year where three wars continue, where two wars continued unabated and another forever war began and tsunamis and earthquakes and volcanoes and mass shootings, the number one headline that gripped the world, for those of you not watching YouTube, I did air quotes there, is about Meghan Merkel marrying Prince Henry. Possibly the least significant event ever in the history of anything at all. Um, it's very, I, I'm happy for them. I guess I don't know them, but I feel like the marriage of a guy who's part of the crumbling monarchy of our distant ancestor country is pretty insignificant and them trying to get me to care. Cause he married a hot American. I still didn't. Hmm. What could they do to make... They could pull the masks off and reveal themselves to be lizard people? That would make me interested in the royal family. You know? If at... You know, if during the wedding, like, he in, inadvertently shapeshifted back into a lizard and, like, licked the side of her head with his giant lizard tongue and scaled the walls and broke through a stained glass window and crawled on the outside of the building. Uh, that would have been... That would have been interesting. But none of what actually happened in that scenario was actually interesting. So that is not necessarily a great synopsis of 2018, but it kind of is in that the insider seems to believe that these news stories were, uh, you know, the ones these were the big ones. I mean, this article even ends. The world is still watching, too, as Markle settles into her secondary role, global fashion icon. That is super important. God, that's so important. That's so important. It's it's not even a fun. I can't even imagine it's a fun distraction because even people seem to be divided on this. Like there seem to actually be people who like care one way or another. Good for them. I hope, they're, I hope they're very happy. They have a hundred kids and they keep spending that British tax money putting them up in a palace. But I just don't, uh, I don't, I don't know what planet you live on or what service you edit where you're like, that's number one. That's the biggest deal. That's the headline that gripped the world in 2018. So I help, uh, Soft journalism aside, though, genuinely and from the bottom of my heart, I hope all of the listeners, and if you're new, welcome, I hope all of you have had a great year, a year of much more circumstance to yourself than Meghan Merkel and Prince Harry, undoubtedly, and, uh, maybe, you know, celebrate the milestones in your own existence. Don't compare yourself to the headlines, and don't get yourself all worked up about stuff you have no control over and have also not read more than the headlines about or researched in any way. Because that's what I see most people doing. So I encourage you, let that go. Uh, leave 2018 in 2018. Uh, I've got, I'd like to uh, give some special thanks this year for people who helped 
to make the podcast better, helped me to pick up and lose listeners all at once. Uh, obviously, the top of the list is Fleeski, former co-host of Sports with Capital F podcast. He appeared on a number of episodes, him, and I'd also like to give a special shout out to Dr. General Kevin Schmidt, who was a regular caller to the hotline and actually finally appeared in person on an episode when I was in Chicago this year. Um, oh, I didn't write it down, but you'll, you can Google it. And uh, him and Fleeski both get special mentions because they both dropped off two brand new baby generals into the world. So congratulations to them. Rick and Shaney, uh, friends of this podcast, obviously. At the beginning of the baseball season earlier this year, we went down to Miami and we went and saw the Cubs play the Marlins. It was a fantastic time. And there was even a funny incident involving a guy telling me to sit down at a baseball game. A guy who's like eight rows behind me and could definitely see over me. And that was episode number 112. If you want to check that out, the Great Miami Standing Up Standoff, I believe is what I titled that one. My sister, Jesse Walden, who has been on this podcast before, but this year appeared on episode 113. T. Flizzy, my guy, uh, music, recording artist, video maker, etc., etc. He appeared on episode number 123. His associate, also a member of the hippie gang, G Stack, number 139. It's the episode for that one. As I said before, Griff appeared on episodes number 131 and number 105. And uh, Kingbo Christ, who called into the hotline with a plug. For an episode of his podcast, the I Say That to Say This podcast, which I'm actually going to save for a future episode, uh, the, whatever the next episode I'm going to do is. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not. I'll, I'll let him let him live here. Uh, but yeah, he's a family of the podcast. We've done a number of podcasts together over the phone, on the computer. Almost none of them have gone completely smoothly without technical difficulty. So my goal early in the year this year is to either appear appropriately on his or have him appear appropriately on appropriately on mine so we can uh, work out all the bugs but this is kingbo christ called the hotline remember the hotline is 847-665-9238 graham what's up my man hello beautiful people and listeners to the one graham army podcast big salute this is kingbo christ checking in graham we got a major announcement coming on the I Say That to Say This podcast this coming Monday. Well, I'll be recording Monday. Should be out Tuesday. Major announcement. What I give you is it's the Great Area episode part two. Just called to give you the heads up. It's going down. I will talk to you next week. Have a day you deserve. Ciao. All right, yeah, and so for people unfamiliar with me and Kingbo Christ's interaction, uh, when we very first started interacting in the podcast world, I talked a great length about the death of the ideological gray area, you know, in an effort to kind of describe how polarized people's opinions are now. And he ran with it. He's now the gray area investigator. We did a long podcast. I've referenced it here before, but we recorded it via Zoom, which is kind of like Skype. But I had a little tiny earpiece in, so I couldn't hear him very well. So I'm kind of yelling for the entirety of the podcast. I sort of Howard Deaned myself. If you don't get that reference, look it up. Uh, but anyway, so we'll get all that right. And him and his wife recorded a fantastic follow-up to that, uh, the Gray Area episode number two. That's a very recent episode of the I Say That to Say This podcast. Certainly worth checking out. 
Um, and also special thanks to Possum Walden, my old man, the creator of the creator of the One Gram Army podcast. Uh, he appeared on a very special episode, episode number 100. I'm not sure that the episode was super special, but the number of the episode was quite consequential. Uh, some people from social media I'd like to thank. Comedian Dan Lamort from the Breaking the Fourth Wall podcast for reading a few of my tweets on his podcast. Dan Lamort's actually a working comedian. He's young, though. I think he's 24 or 25 years old, and he's already headlining, which means things have happened very quickly for him. I enjoyed his podcast. He didn't seem to be happy with the number of people listening, so it doesn't look like he's doing it quite as frequently anymore, which I could understand to an extent, but if I have any advice to extend to him, it's just keep doing it. It's a pod. The podcasting part is a long game. You're you're going out and exposing yourself to crowds of people. Uh, you should you should be developing quite a fan base. So, but a big shout out to him, and I've enjoyed following him on social media, and interacting with him, and seeing some of the bits he's posted. They're very funny. Check him out. Uh, Noah Fichter is a regular interactor with the podcast feeds. It's always good to have those guys. And a very special shout out to Angels Towing in Chicago. If you'd like to have a vehicle towed uh, by some incredibly shady people, hit up Angels Towing. Uh, you find them on Google. And also All Points Messenger. Uh, if you pay, they play. Whatever you need delivered, let them know. Also available online. Those are Chicagoland businesses. And I'd like to close out the podcast by thanking the apple of my eye, my daughter, who lended her voice to the beginning of this podcast to remind listeners not to get upset about the things I say because my head's full of doo-doo and you shouldn't be listening to the things I say. I mean, you should be listening to the podcast, but maybe a grain of salt considering my lack of expertise. So that, that disclaimer read with the angelic voice of my child is is there for a reason. It's not just clever self-deprecation it's damn fine advice and 2019 more to come more guests more commercials more this more that Uh, i'm gonna bring back the power rankings that was a fun thing we used to do when it was sports with a capital f i stopped doing it when i changed the format of the podcast and i really miss it because it's fun free word association and uh maybe we'll sucker in some sponsors this year who knows but either way shutting it down um for the remainder of this calendar year. And as the most annoying person at your job would say, I'll see you next year. <clears throat> Good night, everyone. Welcome. One gray. One gray. Welcome to the One Grand Army podcast. Welcome. One gray. Welcome. One one gray. Welcome. One, 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 one gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast.